Radio Show. Welcome back to our big broadcast. Join us each and every afternoon, 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, and 1 p.m. Mountain Standard from KJagRadio.com, the KJag Radio Studios, and of course, 24-7 at JiggyJagwire.com on the TuneIn apps. Radio Loyalty, our premium podcast is available commercial-free, $5 a month at JiggyJagwire.info. Selected editions will, of course, appear on iHeartRadio and 50-plus AM FM stations in the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Network. Our telephone number is 267-22-JIGGY, and the Jiggy Jaguar Radio broadcast is brought to you by our good friends over there at OzCrowd. It's Australian crowdfunding, and we have a lot of great listeners in Australia. We want them to go take advantage of this. It's OzCrowd.com. Search for Help Me Break the Chains of Debt by Michael. He's got a uh, amazing crowdfunding up there. You need to help him uh, get out of debt, help him get back to school, things of that nature. Check out OzCrowd.com. That's O-Z-C-R-O-W.com. Search Help Me Break the Chains of Debt by Michael. And uh, we've got a Mr. Frank Vernuccio on the telephone, the fantastic Fantastic, Frank Fernuccio from USA Gov Policy. And uh, Frank, there is a lot going on. Something that you cover on your radio program that I want to cover here is uh, there, there's an issue with the Coast Guard. Bring us up to speed on what's going on with the Coast Guard. Well, James, great to be with you. And Semper Paratus, that's always prepared the motto of the U.S. Coast Guard, which celebrates its 225th anniversary this month. But it's an anniversary filled with challenges. Um, the Coast Guard of the United States as a whole has exactly five icebreakers compared to about 35 for the, uh, for the Russians. And what the Russians are doing with their huge icebreaker fleet is basically dominating the Arctic, claiming it for its own. They even actually planted a flag on the bottom of the Arctic Ocean saying that this designates that the area belongs to them. It's not just a matter of gaining the high ground in terms of a military uh, situation. It's an area filled with vast resources, oil, gas, that sort of thing, which could enrich Russia considerably at the expense of the other nations who have legitimate claims to the Arctic. Now, of course, with the United States Navy being slashed and the United States Coast Guard with its $8.1 billion budget being wholly inadequate to its mission, we're looking at a real crisis for the future with the Russians in a strategic position in the Arctic and American and Western European, and actually the rest of the world, facing an economic loss because all of those resources are going to go illegally to Moscow. We've got uh, the fantastic Frank Fernuccio with us today. Join him each and every weekend on AMFM247.com, also the iHeartRadio app. He's over there as well. And uh, Vernuccio, we haven't talked to you, baby, since that debate. What did you think of all that nonsense? <laughs> well, I, I think it was fascinating. First of all, I, I think on the good Fascinating side, is the mo- <laughs> is this the <laughs> nicest word you could have said, sir, but go. <laughs> On, on the on the good side, I, I think that this, the debates were very substantive. It was a lot better than we've seen in the past debates where it got a lot of nonsense involved. I think the yes. candidates, both in the early discussion at 5 o'clock and the later one at 8 o'clock, oh. uh, certainly did discuss a lot of key issues. Now, if you were scoring it, I would have to say, despite the fact that Donald Trump uh, appears to go up in the polls slightly after debate, I think, in essence, he killed his campaign for the long run because what he said about buying influence, first of all, raises a number of serious legal issues. 
<laughs> well, yes, it that raises is that. a lot of questions about what his relationship is to the Clintons. If indeed he has had a financial relationship with the Clintons, and hey, what foreign government hasn't, right? Um, it indicates that that perhaps, perhaps he's running not as a candidate to win in November because the odds of that are increasingly tiny. But as a stalking horse to pull votes away from the Republican Party, allowing Hillary Clinton to win. If you go back in history, you'll find that Ross Perot, back when George Bush, the father, 41, ran against Bill Clinton for the first time, Ross Perot pulled just enough votes away from the Republicans to allow the Democrats to win. Now, if indeed that the Donald believes that Hillary is going to be the next president, and if indeed he admits to buying politicians, well, certainly, by doing something like this, he'd be handing the White House to Hillary Clinton, and who knows what he'd get in return. We've got the fantastic Frank Vernuccio with us today. Now, that that early debate, I, I, <laughs> I watched a little bit of some highlights off of Mediate.com that evening, and what was the point of Fox just beating the hell out of these guys on stage. They're like, like with Pataki, I, I think one of the questions was, well, you know, you, you ran for office here and lost. Why the hell are you up there now? I'm like, what are you doing? What, what are we What are we yelling and screaming at these guys for? Yeah, well, a lot of the questions were pretty tough and then almost got personal in some cases. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think that at this stage of the campaign, you're still trying to find out the kind of the medal of the man or woman um, that, that did it, that, that's up there. And I think that's one way to do it. Quite frankly, the presidential campaign is grueling. And if they can't take it at this early stage, well, it's pretty clear they're not going to do well later on. And you don't want someone who kind of shrinks under toughness to become president of the United States anyway. We've got uh, the fantastic Frank Fernuccio with us today. Now, somebody who is uh, potentially going to announce uh, for uh, for Democratic uh, candidacy uh, promises to do one thing and then resign for presidency. Apparently, campaign finance reform activist Lawrence Lessing might be the next person to announce a presidential run, and he promises that if he wins and passes, he will pass one simple, clear agenda. He'll then resign from office. His platform is simple. Lessing wants to pass campaign finance reform, end gerrymandering, and expand voting rights, making Election Day a national holiday among the reforms. And then once he does that, he's out of there. He's going to let the VP take over. Uh, <laughs> what do you think about this, Frank? Well, on a very, very serious note, I have a lot of problems with a lot of the proposals for campaign finance reform. For one thing, a lot of them are blatantly unconstitutional. They simply run afoul of the First Amendment. Number two, you find that a lot of those campaign financial forms are God's gift to the professional politicians. They require a lot of filing, a lot of uh, hoops to jump through, that if you're not a professional politician, you just don't have the resources to do it. In most states where tough campaign finance laws have been enacted, you find it is a gift to the professional politicians and a kick in the tail to citizens who just believe very strongly in helping their community and want to get elected um, without the politics, without the professional politicians. So it sounds great at first glance. Let, let's have campaign financial reform. Let's regulate this and regulate that. In practical effect, 
It just helps the professional politicians hold on to their seats longer and keeps citizens, plain citizens who aren't professional politicians, out of the running for office. Yes. Yes, I completely agree with you on that. Uh, before we let you go, Frank, what do you got coming up on the radio program this weekend? Well, we're going to take a look at a number of key issues, including how the middle class in the United States continues to suffer tremendously. We're still looking at about 10.4%, 10 10.5% unemployment. If you go to the U6 number of the Bureau of, of Labor Statistics, we look at inflation overcoming salaries, taxes continuing to be ridiculously high, and small businesses taking on the chin from regulations such as Obamacare. All in all, it adds up to a middle class that's really badly suffering. We've got Frank Bernuccio with us today. Frank, good luck with the program this weekend. We'll talk to you next Tuesday, my friend. James, I look forward to our next discussion. Appreciate it, sir. Frank Bernuccio with us today. We're going to take a timeout. Top of the hour. Yes, indeed. I got to look at our 